Hey there, creative entrepreneur. Tired of getting lost in the social media algorithm? It's time to stop fighting through the noise of your customer's newsfeed with Flowdesk, the email service provider created with your needs in mind. With Flowdesk, creating visually stunning email campaigns has never been easier. Say goodbye to generic templates and complicated design tools. Flowdesk offers a user-friendly interface and customizable templates to showcase your unique brand style. The best part? Flowdesk won't charge you more as your email list grows. No limits, no extra fees, just easy-to-use software at one set price. Ready to try Flowdesk for free? Visit www.sunkissedva.com forward slash Flowdesk today for your 30-day free trial and enjoy 50% off your first year subscription. It's time to stop relying solely on social media to convert sales for your creative business. Consistently for you, if you aren't showing up consistent for them, be who you want your customers to be consistent. You're listening to Tear Down the Hustle, the podcast dedicated to transforming how you run your creative online t-shirt business by working smarter, not harder, so you can spend more time with your why, people and passions that matter most in your life. So throw on your favorite graphic tee and turn up the heat press, because it's time to turn down the hustle. Here's your host, digital marketer, cold brew lover, t-shirt maker, freckled hype girl, and owner of Sunkist Virtual Assistant, Amy. The dreaded J months, January, June, and July, which have historically been known to have slower sales for those that are in a small business or maybe even retail location. Why? Well, in January, people are coming off of spending all of their money maybe on Christmas gifts or travel Or they could have set a New Year's resolution that, hey, I'm going to start being tighter with my budget or paying attention to where my money goes. And then in June and July, people are focused on getting out of school, traveling, vacationing, maybe shopping and scrolling on the couch is not one of their priorities anymore, which is totally fine for our customers. I even want that for myself and for you all as well. But the reality is, as a business owner, the J months are known to be slower for sales. So what does that mean for you? When considering the J months, there are seven different workaround tasks that I'm going to give you that don't involve necessarily focusing on chasing sales during the J months. But before we get into those, there are a few things I want to discuss. First things first, the J months should not be sneaking up on you. They are on the calendar every year. You know exactly when they are happening. January, June, and July. So with those months in mind, what I want you to do is look back at last year's sales reports and take a look. Did you see a dip in your business for either January, June, or July? If you did, maybe that's the only J month you need to consider. Maybe not all three were a slower sales month for you. It depends. But I want you to identify which of the months you did see your lower sales. And then the second thing I want you to think about is if let's say you set an annual goal of $12,000 a year, so $1,000 a month, and you do experience J months in your business, then 
Maybe setting a goal to make $1,000 each month in sales is not realistic because we know historically January, June, or July is going to be a slower month. So if you know that August sells really well for you, why not bump that up to a $1,200 sales goal with maybe lowering your sales goal for July down to 800 So that's something to think about. Not only do we not want the J months to creep up on us, so keep a good eye on when they are approaching, but also let's set our sales goals in accordance to how we know our business normally performs. So without further ado, let's jump in to the seven pivot tasks I recommend during the J months if sales are slow. Okay, number one, let's focus on reducing your turnaround time. Are you ordering shirts inconsistently throughout the week? So it means like sometimes you're placing a shirt order on Monday and then also Thursday and you're not really sure how to calculate your turnaround time. Or are you doing the same thing for screen print orders and then you realize, crap, I just placed a screen print order and now I just got another screen print order from a customer, so now I need to place another order. Or are you running five different vendors' products and then you're having to wait till all of those different orders and your products come in before you can fulfill your customer's order? Or maybe the vendor you use has an extensive turnaround time. All of these things can lead to disorganization, which can cause you to have an extended turnaround time without meaning to. Also, a longer turnaround time could be hurting your conversion rate. A conversion rate is the number of website visitors that become paying customers. For instance, if 100 people visit your website and 3 decide to place an order, then your conversion rate is 3%. Increasing the conversion rate is essential because you have successfully gotten traffic to your website and we don't want to lose the sale. So the goal is not necessarily with the strategy to increase traffic, but with the traffic that does land on your website, we want them to check out. There are many ways to increase your conversion rate, but one is lowering your turnaround time. For example, if a visitor lands on your website and sees 25 business days, they may bounce immediately and decide, hey, this maybe isn't a good fit for me. I need to find some place that's selling this item with a shorter turnaround time. And if they bounce immediately, this is known as your bounce rate. So here's your first action step. Find which process or lack thereof, or maybe even a product, is increasing your turnaround time. Start ordering your products on the same day every week to create a routine or create two different turnaround times based on the product or ready to ship. So if you're ordering from different vendors, maybe you list different products with different turnaround times and you make it clear to the customer that, hey, maybe your order will be ready before the other and so forth. But again, during the slow J months, focusing on reducing your turnaround time will pay dividends later on when sales pick up. Pivot task number two, increase serving your customers. If this season or month in business is slow for you, there's a good chance that maybe this season is slow for your customers too, and they're struggling to find ways to pay their own bills. If your customers are not shopping, do not take it personal. Do not think, oh, they're shopping somewhere else, or I said something, or another person left my group, or it's something I did. Take time to think about what maybe your customers are going through 
and in that increase serving your customers. Running a small business connects in ways that big box stores simply cannot. Think about it. When was the last time you directly talked to the Walmart CEO in their community Facebook group? No, you, you probably have not. And if you have, let me know. That's pretty cool. But all of your customers can talk to the CEO of the business they shop with. You have FaceTime with your customers. If you have trouble finding ways to connect beyond posting your offer, take time to get to know your customers. Where do they work? What are their passions? What stresses them out? How did their grandparents meet? When you learn more about your customers and you see them beyond just becoming an order number, you will find that you're going to become more in tune with their needs and keep an accurate pulse on your group. Okay, so it's time for action step number two. I want you to schedule these next four questions as polls in your group over the next month and schedule them for every Wednesday. We're going to call them Would You Rather Wednesday. This is going to allow you to get to know your customers more so you know how to show up and serve them better. Now, if you're driving or got your hands full, don't worry about trying to write these down. You can copy and paste them from the show notes. So, number one, would you rather always have to have your hair in a fancy hairstyle before you leave the house, or would you never be able to brush your hair again? Number two, would you rather be the fastest runner in the world or the fastest talker? Number three, would you rather go back to middle school or high school? Number four, would you rather trade places with Reese Witherspoon or Sandra Bullock? Again, these questions are kind of silly and funny, but they do get the conversation started if you feel like you have trouble trying to figure out how to connect with your customers. Just ask them fun questions and ask them why and get to know them more. In months where sales are slow, thinking about how you can increase serving your customers is a great start. Moving on to pivot task number three, embrace the boring. When you get serious about any changes you want to make in life, not just business, it takes time. Motivation is a feeling and eventually it will run out. For some, it happens sooner rather than later. As a result, you may question continuing when you don't see the results you had hoped for. For example, showing up on social media was fun until it wasn't. However, you can't expect your customers to show up consistently for you if you aren't showing up consistent for them. Be who you want your customers to be, consistent. If you are having trouble with consistency, create fewer tasks to be consistent with before you burn out. For example, if you post three times a day on social media, maybe go down to one if you're having trouble managing three. If you post once a day, maybe move to posting three times a week. You have to do whatever you can to be consistent, even if that means doing less. I know the season is slow, but this is the perfect time to get quiet and refine your routine versus thinking about all of these additional things you can take on just figure out how you can streamline your existing routine ahead of those busy seasons. Running your small business isn't all fun, sales, and laughter. Some tasks in the background may not be glamorous, but they can make or break your business. For instance, 
Handmade sellers have issues staying focused on everyday tasks typically, keeping their business records and tax info in order. Which brings me to the next action step. If you struggle with keeping up with your business, I highly recommend you check out a seller spreadsheet from Paper and Spark. I've been a customer since 2018 and Janet's spreadsheets are a one-time expense and you can reuse them yearly. Check out the show notes for more information. Pivot task number four might be one of my favorites. D-stash the stash. You had good intentions when you stocked up on all those screen prints on sale or the last chance wholesale items. However, you didn't sell all of them, right? And now you're stuck with the inventory. Why is it that our customers seem to never shop the items that we think that would look great on them? It never fails. Oh, well, you'll just write it off on your taxes, right? Wrong. Merchandise that hasn't been sold is just that. Inventory. And it is not tax deductible. Take a peek at your Schedule C and you'll see a line that says ending inventory at the bottom of the form. So how do you ensure you don't get stuck with many items you can't write off? Cost of goods sold, also known as COGS. Inventory transitions into COGS once it has left your possessions. There are many ways you can typically get rid of inventory quickly by either doing a bid war, zip code sale, deal or no deal, or just a standard D-stash, maybe in a D-stash group. What you can do to help you along is grab a content calendar with one of these graphics included and schedule it out so you can have a plan date for your D-stash sale. So time for your next action step. If you haven't been keeping a record of your current inventory to make tax time that much easier, similar to the seller spreadsheet, I recommend you checking out an inventory seller tracker and it will also help you decide how to price your items as well included in the tracker. More information from Paper and Sparks is in your show notes. Pivot task number five, review your key performance indicators, also known as KPIs. We discussed conversion rate earlier, but there are two more main indicators of revenue status traffic, and average order value. All of these KPIs can be extracted from your analytics dashboard. Traffic is the number of visitors that land on your site. Average order value is the average amount a customer spends when they place an order. If it is a slow season, you can work on increasing your conversion rate as we discussed earlier, but also increasing your traffic and or average order value. The metric that gets the most spotlight is traffic, more content, more views, or maybe even attempting to find new customers. However, generating more traffic can be exhausting. What if instead you focus on converting the traffic you have already stirred, known as conversion rate, or you focus on getting those paying customers to pay just a little bit more, so increasing their average order value? Both of those strategies lead to additional revenue. So here's your action step. Visit the analytics section of your website. Write down the following metrics for the last six months. Number one, conversion rate. Number two, traffic. Number three, average order value. Now, compare the numbers for each month. 
Do you notice the difference? Did you offer a different product during these months? Were you showing up more consistently during these months? Sometimes during the slow months, we don't need to change everything. Instead, we need to just figure out what we have done well and find a way to do more of it. Pivot task number six. If you do feel like you have lost your motivation to continue on, I recommend you work on this task. Revisit your why. What is your why? Why did you start your business in the first place? Why do you keep going? Even though you might have lost motivation, why have you kept going up until this point? Does your why make you cry? If it doesn't, you may need a new why. This person or place or idea, it will keep you locked in when times get tough. Maybe like during the J months. You don't do this for any other reason than that why. That why is your calling. So here's your action step. It's a fun one. Head to Canva, search for a vision board, and create your own. Then I want you to save it and set it as your desktop background. I personally have done this myself, kind of made it magazine style when we used to clip out from magazines and glue it onto a poster board. I've done that for myself. So even on those days that maybe I don't feel like it, or I'm starting to doubt if what I'm doing is making a difference or actually creating more results, I look at my vision board and it always cues me back in. Pivot task number seven, take a break. What if this slower season means you can finally take the break you need or your family has been asking you to take? It is recommended to sleep when the baby sleeps. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a mom, but I've heard that that's not a thing. (laughs) But what if in business it were true? Rest when your customers or guests are resting. I do see the importance of regrouping during the lulls to plan your next move. I don't suggest resting every time business slows down, but you are in this for the long run, not just a quick sale or a season or a few years. We are in this for the long haul. The tortoise wins the race, not the speedy hare. So my last action step for you, plan a week and get away or a full day off. Silence your social media and emails. Create a bucket list of things around your local town you have wanted to do, or maybe that your family has wanted to do. Commit to doing one a month. Your business will be here when you get back. I promise. I want you to think about the seven pivot tasks that we just discussed. Pick one and make a plan to cover them when the J months do approach. So what does this all mean? The slower seasons can allow you to regroup. Otherwise, you may not have had time. Think about busy seasons in your own life. Sometimes when things slow down, that's when you're able to catch a breath and finally regroup and do those things you maybe had been foregoing. Can you clean up the office? Can you streamline your ordering process? This season will not last long, I promise, and you will come out of it stronger. I'd love to invite you to join our free podcast Facebook group and have you share which of these pivot tasks you plan on working on first. It's time to wrap up another incredible episode of Turn Down the Hustle. 
I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and found some valuable insights to fuel your journey. Don't forget to visit sunkissedva.com forward slash podcast to access the show notes for this episode. You'll find all the links mentioned in today's discussion, along with actionable tips and resources to help you implement what we've discussed. Lastly, make sure to hit that follow button so you never miss another episode. I'll be here cheering you on and sharing more inspiration and strategies to help you turn down the hustle and work smarter, not harder. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time.